fellow classmates, please excuse my voice, I am a bit under the weather. My current issue in development is going to be on the China Belt and Road Initiative, which Xi Jinping describes as a, an effort, an innovative approach to jointly build an economic belt along the former Silk Road the revolutionary Silk Road that connected the East and the West in global civilization to basically begin the process of globalization. And the effort in particular is building a road and infrastructure along several countries. It actually touches over, or actually this tree, this trade and infrastructure project reaches over 60 countries, including Sri Lanka, Laos, and Turkey. With the only stipulation being that uh, Chinese workers be involved in the projects um, and that uh, the, the intention of such product or such infrastructure is for easier trade with China. Um, there are several countries who find it beneficial to work with China in this case over working with the established Western development powers uh, because there are fewer barriers to ethical and um, perhaps like financial uh, like access basically there, there there are fewer there are fewer barriers to entry uh, within development within this particular project than in established development that requires a certain, a certain level of uh, ethics a certain level of um, uh, efforts towards democracy uh, efforts towards gender equity etc uh, etc et China on the other hand doesn't have those concerns um, as we know despite the fact that China has lifted millions out of poverty uh, one of the main issues in academic discourse is that it did so while ignoring and perhaps intentionally uh, on several occasions not perhaps but on several occasions um, restricting the rights of its citizens, um, all in the name of overall development and overall literacy and achieving a utopia uh, otherwise unachieved by Western capitalism. Um, so a, a concern in this, going into this, is the dependency that this brings to an already dependent set of countries or group of countries, developing nations. Um, and this is a concern that a lot of, of, of scholars have brought up, uh, specifically a leading scholar called Michelle Ruda of the World Bank brought this up um, and uh, basically pointed out that not only that, but um, this this leads way to environmental degradation uh, as, as well as just an, an increase, an immense increase in financial dependency, as I've already mentioned before, um, which doesn't really 
fall in line with the SDGs established by the like by the established powers of, of development. So that is definitely uh, an underlying problem. But on the other hand, this could benefit the world economy by by allowing for countries that are otherwise shut out of 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 the of the decision making process of of economics and of globalization to have a foot in the door and this is how Xi Jinping is approaching specifically African nations um, with the with the sort of anti-colonial message of like you don't have to work with them you can work with us and through us you can again you can achieve what China has achieved in terms of development the implications for this uh, again like the expansive influence and the the specifically the political implication of of China being involved in such in, in, in what is being called the largest development project in world history currently. Uh, this basically places China squarely in the center of the world as the superpower. Because not only does China have a foothold in the future of global economics, but it also has it also has a very, very strategic placement, a corporate imperialist placement in developing nations that are on trend to be the next economic cash grabs or like next economic uh, opportunities for large uh, companies and for for business, basically. Uh, United States markets aren't as predictable as they used to be, and the emerging markets of places like South America, places like South Asia, and Sub-Saharan Africa in particular, are looking more and more attractive to globalized businesses, which are all businesses at this point. Um, so yeah, so the the corporate imperialist aspect of this leaves China as as the ideological um, and the, the ideological uh, kingpin of like the the only the ideolo- the sole ideological uh, influence in and future of economics, you know, and that in addition to the the fact that uh, their population is bigger than any other population within the world, and also their presence within the digital space is also extremely large. So definitely this project, this development project, um, does have a lot of potential um, to do a lot of good, but at the same time, as my project has, as my presentation is mostly focused on, like mostly the the negatives. At the same time, there needs to be more 
more effort put into studying like what could be the adverse um, effects of this particular initiative because it could be a pivotal turning point in human history and in human development um, or it could lead to it in addition to the continued isolation of or the continued practice of isolationism by uh, established Western nations such as the U.S. um, could contribute to uh, a a widespread practice of ignoring human rights in in favor of of, of rapid industrialization, um, just as we see in China. So, yes. Yes.